Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and I'm joined once again by Derek Nickel. What's up, Derek? Hey, man. How are you? I am doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's good. rainy outside today. I'm super happy about that. It is. I'm. I, it is a proper fall day uh, today here in uh, what is normally sunny Los Angeles, but is now uh, sunny, but also kind of gloomy, rainy uh, Southern California. Uh, well, how have you been bringing in the fall season this week? Uh, I've been dressing in jeans whenever I can. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. I put on. I put on boots for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. We had a uh, we had a party we had to go to on uh, on Friday, mm-hmm. and um, it was outside during the windy, cold part of the evening, which was just wonderful. I got to break out my jacket and. Uh, sit there and actually be cold for once which was just refreshing as all get out that's what's up so I, uh, yeah that sounds like a lot of fun um it was it was little, really nice little outdoor fall shindig mm-hmm. um i am going to chicago uh and green bay wisconsin this week and so it nice. is going to be properly cold. <laughs> yes, it is. It's going to get your bones. <laughs> yeah. So I believe the <clears throat> the high is like 35, 40 degrees. So <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> exactly. Um, Reminds me of the uh, the scene from Cool Runnings when they land in, um, in Canada for the first time. And, and everybody's got like clothes on except Sanka and Sanka dresses like empties his entire bag and puts on everything that he has and puts his bag on over himself <laughs> wait say that again Are you cut out oh I'm sorry um, remember the scene in Cool Runnings when they finally get there to Canada uh huh and um uh they're all they look at the weather and the snow's going basically sideways. Oh and yeah. So the, <laughs> and then Sanka takes his the, empties his entire bag out, puts on every article of clothing that he has and puts the bag on over top of it and comes like <laughs> running out into the snow. Basically, that's basically going to be me. Layers. Uh, it's all yes, about layers, layers upon layers. I'm going to have gloves. It's going to oh, yes. be a whole it's going to be a whole thing. Um <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Um, but yeah, I was doing a little traveling. Going to go see a cool. football game while I'm there. Oh yeah, there you going go. Going to be going to be very 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 fun. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Black Panther comes out this week, so uh, yep. looking forward to that. Um, yes, sir. And uh, I suppose that's where we can start with the conversation. Sure. Let's um, launch some- into it. Yeah, some uh, the the uh, critic embargo uh, uh, is is lifted, so we're getting some uh, critic reactions um, mm-hmm. from uh, Marvel early screenings of Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, IGN uh, has given it a seven. Um, for context, uh, I believe they gave Black Adam a five, okay. and uh, so that like that kind of gives you an idea of like. Um, sort of their bar i'm trying to remember like when's the last like maybe let's see if they have like a one they gave like a nine recently um they gave sonic two sorry sonic the video game they gave a seven that's interesting um let me see i'm trying to find like a nine from them 
They gave God of War Ragnarok, the video game, a 10. <laughs> yeah, dude, everybody's been loving that game. Yeah, I gotta play that. I saw dude, a trailer for it yesterday, a gameplay trailer. I was like, oh, this looks great. Dude, did you play uh, the last one? No, not. I've only played like little bits of it. I haven't played the whole game. Oh, you gotta play the last one. I wish okay. I had it in a physical copy, otherwise I'd mail it to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really fun. It's a fun game. Okay. But Ragnarok, everybody's been going nuts over it. Like, just tens and tens and tens and 9.5s. Gotcha. Um, let's see. So they gave Black Adam a 5. I'm trying to see. There's nothing. Oh, they gave She-Hulk an 8. They gave um, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power an, an 8. Um, Do so you I feel end like up watching Rings of Power? I have not uh, started mm. watching that. Um so yeah, they they I think they pretty much I, I they're like a I I trust their rating system to this sure. point. Um yeah, so seven is good. Um also Screen Thrill uh posted that Black Panther Wakanda Forever, the t- the t- t- tomato meter, it's hard to say, the <laughs> tomatometer <laughs> I believe is how it's pronounced. Uh the tomato if meter I on may. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if you will, and even if you won't. Um the tomato meter, which is the critic score so far on Rotten Tomatoes, is ninety three percent, which yeah, is very that's... high. Um, but uh, obviously, more critics will see it and more people will weigh in. That number will shift, um, maybe up. Who knows? I was going to um, say it could probably go up. Yep. So yeah, I'm, that's uh, pretty exciting. Um, I'll just read the little blurb here from uh, from IGN. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever had to be a sequel to a cultural juggernaut, a tease of upcoming MCU adventures, and of course, a loving farewell. There are stretches where the struggle to balance those mandates scatters the focus of the story, but nuanced and committed performances from the returning cast keep it grounded when it counts. Um, which I think is a, a a good review of the movie and gives me at least a good idea of like what it's trying to do because it is. Um, this movie is being asked to do a lot. <laughs> yes. It's doing a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, this would be the equivalent of if, like... I think, uh, in terms of cultural impact as a superhero film, th- to me, this is like if Robert Downey Jr. had passed away after Iron Man 1. Right. It's like, what do we do now? You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, I, totally. I think this is... Uh, I think that's it's a this is probably as good a score as this movie is going to get. You know what I mean in terms yeah, of all it has sure. to do. So I'm excited to see it, man. Uh, seven is a good score, and um, I'm glad to hear that it, it's it, it's uh, it's a good movie. Uh, that Ryan Coogler, man, he doesn't miss. Um, he really hasn't. No, he has not missed yet. I'm not waiting for him to, but like no, at the same either. time, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> man, I just want him to miss. Man, I really wish he would fail. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? For me, for some reason, <laughs> yeah. um, would that make me feel better about me and my <laughs> life choices? Yeah, exactly. Just like the worst. It makes me feel better about myself when I realize that other people also have flaws. <laughs> <laughs> when they suffer, um, it makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, and then you sent me. Um, Daniel Kaluuya is voicing Spider Punk in uh, Spider Man yeah. Across the Universe. Yes, he is. Across the Spider-Verse, excuse me. Across the Spider-Verse. It's not a Beatles movie. (laughs) Across the, yes, it's not a, hmm, let's just have, remember the music of the Beatles. Yeah, remember the Beatles? Remember the Beatles? They were a thing. They were a thing, yeah. Remember how they were influential in music? Mm -hmm. Yep, sure do. Um, Not going to watch this movie, though. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, that's cool. Um, Yeah. uh, 
I wonder it is I haven't read any of the Spider Punk stuff, although I do have a friend who uh who has written Spider Punk. Um which I guess makes me a bad friend. Um Well, I wasn't ass- gonna say it, but Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming Spider Punk is British. Uh I'm assuming that. Um I could be me, wrong about that. Let me find out. Let's find yeah. out right now. Because I think it'd be cool to have Daniel Kaluuya using his um, his native accent. Spider Punk. Oh, that's problematic. The first <laughs> autofill is, is Spider Punk black? So you know some people are already like, that's not the thing. Is it the thing? Yeah. Um, is Spider Punk British? Hobart Brown or Hobie Brown is his alter ego. Looking forward to this um, Spider-Verse sequel, though. The first one is real good. Yeah. Any any news Um, on our boy Hobie? Yes, he is... um... Spider Punk was intended to be Spider UK. Okay, there we go. But disapproved of him as being Spider UK. Described the character as all punk. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Um. Yeah, punk came out of the UK, so I mean, yep. it makes total sense to me. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hope he has his like South London kind of yeah. vibe. I think that'll be a lot of fun. That'll be really fun. Um, cool. Well, Daniel Kaluuya, that's a big name added to that cast. Great. That's On awesome. an already like star-studded cast. Yeah, hundred percent. Is what's his name returning? Oh no, he died right in the first one. Who? The older Peter Parker. Did he die or no? Oh, Jake. The, Johnson. the one voiced by Nick from yeah, Nick from yeah, New Girl. Jake Johnson. Um, I don't remember. One of them died, but it may I not think, have been him. I think he is. Across. Okay. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I wonder if he's coming back. I will check. Okay. We will check. It's very important cast. to me that we know this. I know. This is <laughs> this this episode hangs on this piece of information, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I know how it stacks up. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's coming back. Okay, good. Good. Haley Steinfeld's back as Gwen Stacy, Oscar Isaacs, Miguel O'Hara, or Spider-Man 2023. Mm-hmm. Or twenty thirty three or whatever that one is. Um, Shamik Moore, Miles Morales again. Mm-hmm. You got Issa Rae. Oh, cool. Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, great. Luna Lauren Velez. Yeah, because I think uh, Brian Ty- Brian Tyree Henry plays his father. Yeah, I believe so. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Cool. Rachel Dratch is in it. Oh, cool. Who's she playing? Does it she say? plays the principal? Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, gotcha. Daniel Kalua, Jorma Chacon. Oh, Jorma Chacon, nice. Plays the vulture. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> the vulture. That's awesome. Jason Jason Schwartzman. Oh, who's he playing? That's a name I haven't heard in a while. I know, right? Jonathan Own. I don't know who that is. Don't know who that is. So anyway, that's a well, pretty right. big cast. That sounds fun. Yeah, that's going to be uh, those. Yeah, that's the one of the the upsides of doing animated movies is like you can it's, you can much easier schedule big names. So you, they often have these giant casts for no reason. Yeah, um, right. Uh, man, no, that's awesome. All right, I'm into it. Yeah, let's go see it.
Um, and then you sent me something from Gears of War. You want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. So Netflix is developing a um, adult animated series and a live action movie. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So they're swinging for the fences on that one. <laughs> yeah. They really like success. Yep. Um, but yeah. So uh, for the 16th anniversary, Netflix revealed its uh, partners with the Coalition to adapt Gears of War into a live-action film, which will be followed by an adult animated series. Quote with the potential for more stories to follow. Okay. Yeah. I wonder who they uh, who they cast as. Um, what's his name? Marcus. Something. Oh, I don't know. I don't think they have cast yet. Yeah, but I know you fan know they casting be big was and beefy. Yeah, fan casting was Dave Bautista for a long time. He might have aged oh, out of it. That would be uh, a good one. Yeah, Marcus Phoenix, I believe, is the guy's Marcus name. Marcus Phoenix. Yes, that's who it is. I haven't yeah. played those games in a long time. I know it's been a minute. Um, those are fun. They are. Yeah, <laughs> I think it could make a cool like Netflix movie. Honestly, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I think yeah. the show would be cool too. Um, yeah, because it is the games are very like episodic. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, extremely. Yeah, it's like each mission is, um, yeah. its own like episode of a TV series. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. Except uh, it would just be a nonstop thrill ride, like of a TV show. That's true. Yeah, it would be if you do it like the video games. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I could see the movie being like the um. The story of like the initial like invasion and all that, basically like the first game, and then like the series is kind of like the fallout and kind of like the uh, all right now we're just a group of soldiers trying to survive after these aliens have invaded. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, cool. All right, I'm into that. Um, Bl- Black Adam is still at the top of the box office. Yep. Uh, that is soon to end this weekend, I would imagine. <laughs> yep. That's gonna that's gonna be done after Wakanda Forever comes out. Yeah, I'm almost certain. I think they knew that that was gonna be the case too. So yeah. get it in while you can. Yep. Um, uh, Agatha Coven of Chaos may be one of Marvel's longest TV shows. Reports say the series is aiming for nine episodes. Interesting. Um, I wonder why so long. Mm-hmm. Has have none of the other shows gone to nine episodes? I don't know. I don't think so. That seems weird, right? Yeah, it seems like Loki was definitely like ten episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me see. Yeah, let's let's see. I feel like Wandavision was also kind of a long show, but I could just be misremembering all the all that. They also were released weekly instead of like all at once, so that might be why. Yeah, I wonder what this show. What Twelve the episodes. Vo- yeah, that's huh. Hmm. No, hold on. <laughs> Two seasons. Hold, brothers. Season one. Hold. Yeah, hold on, just one sec. Yeah. I wonder what the tone of this show is going to be like. Six episodes for season one. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I would imagine this is if I have to speculate, I would imagine this is going to be nine episodes because they're only going to they're only planning to do one season of it. Yeah, probably. So like they're kind of splitting the difference. Um I'm wondering what this show is going to be. Is it going to be like a comedy? Or is it going you know what I mean? Like I don't know what this because right. each Marvel show seems to kind of be 
its own kind of show. And I'm just curious as to what this one is going to be like. Um, right. Coven of Chaos is, is an interesting title to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm looking forward to that. When does that, uh, do we know when that airs? When, uh, the, when Coven they're planning of Chaos. Coven of Chaos. Comes out oh, next year. Yeah, next year at some point, probably. Oh, wow. There's a... Uh, there's another. Here's a Deadline article about uh, casting for this. Oh, yeah? Um, Saturday Night Live... Not... Excuse me. Saturday Night Live alumna <laughs> Shashir... Saturday Night Knives. <laughs> yeah. Saturday Night Knives alumna uh, Sashir <laughs> Zamata has been, has been added to the cast of Agatha Covenant of Chaos, uh, Marvel's upcoming WandaVision spinoff series. Um... Zamata, whose character is being kept under wraps, joins lead Catherine Hahn, who is reprising her role as WandaVision bad gal Agatha Harkness. Male lead Joe Locke, um, I believe he was the uh, one of the leads in 1917, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, who is believed to be playing a villainous role. Uh, Ali Ahn and Maria Dizia, who I, uh, who I hear are playing witches. Um in addition to Han, Emma Caulfield Ford also is expected to re- reprise the role of Dottie from WandaVision. A rep from Marvel declined to comment on that. Um, WandaVision creator Joe Schaefer, who is under a joint overall deal with Marvel and 20th Television, um, serves as writer and executive producer of the spinoff. Um, actor and comedian Zamata is known for her four-year stand on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Um, yeah, we still don't have any, any clues. But if oh, I had yeah. to imagine, it's going to be comedic in nature given uh, Aubrey Plaza's involvement Shazir Zamata's uh, Sashir Zamata's uh, involvement uh, looks like there's going to be some at least some comedy and Catherine Hahn is a is a very funny comedic actress in her own right oh yes so yeah I'm looking forward to this uh, I think it's going to be great Coven of Chaos maybe the chaos is that the coven doesn't work and it's an office style like comedy That'd be very funny. <laughs> I would also love for this to have kind of like the tone of like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Like that like that kind of show I think would be great. That'd be funny. Um, uh, AJ and I started rewatching Buffy. Oh, yeah? How's she's that going? She's never seen it. She's never seen oh. it. We, we watch it intermittently, so she's never seen it. And gotcha. I've only seen bits and pieces of it here and there, mm-hmm. so we started watching it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's a great show. It's very of the time. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of the, um, like, I haven't gone back and rewatched the older, like, the uh, initial episodes, like, the initial seasons. Yeah. But um, I have fond memories of watching that and then later Angel and that whole that whole thing. But that's cool, yep. man. Um, Buffy's cool. Yeah. Um, Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so funny, man. What a, what a starlet of the time, you know? Yeah, that show is very of the time. Like, yes. Allison Hannigan sure. and all that stuff. Yep. Um, she and then she takes the show over later. I if I remember correctly, like Sarah Michelle Geller leaves and they elevate Allison Hannigan's oh, character to like the main person. Yeah, that, at, but that's towards the show's end. I think that's in like the last couple seasons. Oh, when it was like on its last legs. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like people aren't really watching this anymore. How do we keep this alive to get a paycheck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Quentin Tarantino says he'll never direct a Marvel movie. Good. 
Yep. He said, you have to be hired. You have to be a hired hand to do those things. I'm not a hired hand. I'm not looking for a job. Um, yeah. Good. I respect that. Uh, yep. I don't great. think he should touch Marvel. No, no. I don't even think. If he want, even if he wanted to do it, I would be like, no, you're not yeah. the right person. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I, I don't. I, I think Disney understands that, like, what they're doing doesn't. Like what they do, like the 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 overarching storytelling that they're doing is the most important aspect of these movies, right. um, and so they don't really require auteur style directors to direct these movies. Um, I would love to see a uh, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing a Quentin Quentin Tarantino directed film uh, of something that's like a if if Marvel ever gets into the business of doing like. Um, well, I mean, they kind of are with these uh, a little bit with these um, special presentations. But if they were to do some kind of like one off for a character they don't really have a lot of plans for in the greater MC universe, that could be a potential cool playground for Quentin Tarantino. But in terms of like directing Kang Dynasty, it's like no thanks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, totally. <laughs> I don't want him no. near like the big AAA titles. Like get me away. Get away. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't need. Uh, that's the thing. Like they don't. Like each each movie should have should tell its own unique story and have its own unique kind of like um, uh, vocabulary. But in terms of like the voice from which these movies originate, kind of needs to remain consistent. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, and they have also, to, you know you have to have directors that are good at that. You know. Also, they won't let him have the character say the N word. So <laughs> right, right. That was also a big thing for him. <laughs> Um, which is interesting because I think that's why a lot of uh, I think that's why the Russo brothers have done so well with Marvel and uh-huh. like and directors who have done like TV a lot because uh, they came from TV. So I feel like TV directors do well with Marvel because they understand that like it, 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 we're bringing you in to direct this um, because because we like what you bring to the table as a director, but it's not your job to like reinvent the wheel. And right, I think it's not they, about uh, you. yeah, exactly. And I think they understand that, um, and it works out pretty great for them. Yes, uh, it does. All the millions <laughs> of dollars that they have now. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, Lionsgate wants to make a triple A uh, John Wick video game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super into that. That would be really fun. Yeah. Um, are you excited about something like that? The potential. Oh of yeah, like that? I would totally buy that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, just the potential alone. I, you know, you could do it like a, you could do it like a third person. You could do it like a first person. Like, depends on how you want to do it. Um, totally. I think it'd be fun to incorporate sort of the jujitsu because part of it is incorporating the the hand to hand combat into it. Yeah. So it'd be fun to do it as a third person. Yeah, I think so too. Like Hitman style kind of. Yes. Deal, but bring bring more violence to it, more gunplay, play less stealth. Yep, like where Hitman goes stealth, go like loud with it. Yeah, I would love to see a gameplay mechanic that works similar to like the Batman Arkham games and like the Spider-Man Insomniac games where okay. like but like so in those games it's like sort of um especially Spider-Man. I'll just talk about Spider-Man in particular because I think there's like a I think if there's one playstyle that like I think has truly captured the essence of like what it would be like to be that character. It's Spider-Man. Like 
Spider-Man is cool because the mechanics of the gameplay are simple enough to where it's essentially par- button mash, parry, button mash, parry, and like, and and mixing in your uh, your special abilities in that. Okay. Uh, as a way to open up more opportunities for button mashing, and the cool thing, and button man- button mashing sounds like a a, um, a negative term, but I mean it positively because it the focus is more on the the rhythm and or the rhythm's not a good word, but like the pace of the fights and like the different animations. And so right. you don't really have to focus on like, <laughs> I have to hit this crazy combination of the buttons to do something cool. It's like, no, you're going to do something cool every time you press the button. That's kind of like the fun of it. And, right. and it, 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 it's easy in a way that makes you feel like Spider-Man because the way Spider-Man disarms and, and beats up bad guys, it does feel easy. You know what I mean? Like, it right. should feel like... You know what I mean? <laughs> it should feel... You're a superhero. It should yeah, it feel shouldn't easy. be like, like, oh, man, I'm trying so hard to beat this bank robber. Man, this one guy won't <laughs> give me his gun. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, you can shoot webs, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I think something like that with John Wick would be cool, where it's like the like shooting at, at a... At a... At a... Uh, at a at a target or shooting at like a, an enemy or something like that should be button mashy. And then we get cool animations and like, like there should be a, a button mash button for shooting and one for fighting. And like, they kind of have all these cool animations and like, I think that would be a really fun, like way I to go about it so that they keeps the pace up the way the John wick games feel, you know, or the movies sure. feel, you know what I mean? Sure. I think it would work if you have like, – I think that would work for the hand-to-hand combat stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you have the button mashy, like every move does something cool and something different, you know, yeah. depending on what you're located next to. Like if you're located next to an island in the kitchen, then, you know, if you push the button, then like, you know, maybe if you're playing PlayStation, like Circle does something. Yeah. But like Triangle do something completely different. Yeah. And like, I think that that element to it would be really cool. Um, but I think for the straight shooting aspect, a lot of people are going to want to do the whole sight up and then aim down the sights. You know, not like first person shooter, but you know, third yeah. person. You know, Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto. You know, style. Yeah, kind of stuff. I kind of think you if you blended the two, like if you had a like a precision firing mode where like you hold mm. down a trigger and he like sights up. Versus like a quick fire mode, which is kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, true, yeah. <laughs> like, I think that'd be cool. Like, and then his yeah, special but, moves can be all kinds of stuff. Maybe there's even like a grapple button. I think that could be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool because he maybe does a lot changes, of like judo takedowns. Yeah, and maybe stuff that, like that changes the interface. Yeah, from for like, sure. From like a shooter to like a fighter. Yeah, totally. Uh, also, like I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of like a well placed quick time event. Yes, uh, and I think John Wick. Uh, like lends itself to that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, um, I I, lo- I I love. I think this the first Spider-Man game does a real good job of like not hitting you over the head with too many quick time events, but there's just enough to where it feels very cinematic. And I think the John Wick right. movies would benefit from some, or the games would benefit from that as well. That'd be cool. Yeah. Needless to say, I'm looking forward to a John Wick video game. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. Uh, Me yeah. too. Um, you sent me something about Sandman here? Yes, Sandman has been renewed for season two. Sick. Yeah, have good. you seen the first season? I have. Yeah, super it's good, great. right? Yeah, it's really good. 
really good really good for super fun times um yeah so it's going to focus more on uh season two is going to focus more on uh, dream siblings and his rivalry mm-hmm. with lucifer and mm-hmm. um all the intrigue that can be found there and uh yeah sick yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Um, the first season, I really appreciated the show because it like wasn't afraid to just be what that show and what that source material is, and it's just Very weird so. and and kind of like slow, but in a good way. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Gothic too. Yeah, like it's great. Like I really feel like that was one of Netflix's stronger outings of the past year. Like it was I very agree. well put together. Yeah, their stuff hasn't been like honestly all that strong lately, and mm-hmm. it you know and and it's a kind of a bummer because they used to be so good, but uh, this one definitely may. If you haven't seen, you know, if you haven't seen it, I would I was gonna be like you gotta watch it, yeah, just because it is so different and it is so very much its yeah. own sort of thing. I wonder if we're going to get speaking of Netflix, I wonder if we're going to get any more Black Mirror or if that show is done. Cuz I would love to get some more of that. Yeah. Show. <laughs> I'm going to say it's probably done. Okay. Let me yeah. take let me look that up. Um while you're looking that up, uh Bob Odenkirk is being considered for a role in Wonder Man. So, that's great. Bob Odenkirk's cool. great. Uh, He's great. Let's see him in more stuff. This will be his first thing in the Marvel universe. That'd be fun. Um cool. Um, what else do we have here? Um, let's see. Warner Brothers Discovery has lost 2.8 billion in the most recent quarter. Yes, um, I saw that. They posted a net a net loss of 2.3 billion dollars amid deep cuts to animation and its streaming services as CEO David Zaslav says the company will focus more than ever on franchises. Um, yeah, uh, that Sounds seems to good. be what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, all right, there we go. Um, I think they know where their money is made, and so they're just kind of doubling down on that. Um, a lot of people are speculating that they are... Um, basically trying to make their franchises as viable as possible before trying to just sell themselves off. Yeah, they're going to, I think they're packaging it up as a nice sweet deal so that they can make the most money before they sell it off. Yeah, like, look, here, you get The Rock, you get Henry Cavill as Superman, uh, you get a, you know what I mean? You get this, you get a nice little, yeah. You get an intact franchise and, you know, and roster of characters. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there you there you have it. Um, with Warner Brothers making moves and whatnot, do we have any word on? Uh... Yeah, so right now there's no word on season six. Um, okay. The creator Charlie Brooker said, "I've been busy doing things. I don't know what I can. I don't know what I can say about what I'm doing and not doing at the moment. I don't know what stomach there would be for stories about societies falling apart." Mm-hmm. He said, so I'm working away on one of those. I'm sort of keen to revisit my comic skill set, so I've been writing scripts aimed at making myself laugh. There you go. So it sounds like the darkness has taken a toll on him. Yeah, I, w- I would imagine so. I would imagine like having to go like live through COVID is like makes you kind of like, I don't know if I want to write these harrowing stories about yeah, right? the fall of humanity anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of living it. <laughs> Um, (laughs) this uh this is too close to home yeah 
Um, let's talk about this. Uh, do we talk about Hercules yet? Yes, we did about how it's going to be TikToky. Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Yes, we did. Okay, good. Uh, yes, still interested in seeing what that's going to be. <laughs> Can't shake it. I know, dude. I don't. I don't know. It's been kind of a light, light week on news. Yeah, there hasn't been much. Um, have you watched anything recently? Besides Buffy the Vampire Slayer? <gasps> Buffy the Vampire Slayer, let's oh, see. Oh, you what, know what I started watching? What did you and, start and that watching? Is, that is very good, and I appreciate okay. the recommendation, is Andor. Yeah, good, okay. It's very How good. How far in are you? I am like, I think I'm probably three episodes in. Okay, good, 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 good. What do you yeah, think so far? It's very good. Um, it's, it's it's nice, right? It's yeah. good. It's a good switch. It's very good. Um, <clears throat> the story, like, I love it because... <clears throat> while it's uh, while it's set, it's definitely set in the Star Wars universe. It doesn't feel like Star Wars in a lot of ways, no. which I I really am glad about. It's like a yeah, refreshing I'm for that as well. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> yeah. just like yay, no, like like I haven't seen it. Like I haven't really seen a blaster fight yet, and right. I haven't seen like a laser. Right. You know, like like a hat. You, there is that one. There is one coming up, but you know, yeah. You, you, well, there's gotta be like, one. Yeah, exactly. But you know, there's no like there's no like. Like uh, lightsabers in it, and, like, no, no, Sith, no. and it's just like it's so nice to not have to deal with any of that. Yeah, it's just really like I love it that it's not. It doesn't insist upon itself. Like, oh, isn't this how? Isn't this so cool? Because it's Star Wars. It's like no. It's just like hey, we're just gonna tell a good story, <laughs> and it's like yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> it just happens to be set in the Star Wars yeah. universe. Like you could tell this same sci-fi story in a completely mm-hmm. different universe, and it would make sense. Totally. Yeah, I love it. Um, let's see. I've watched, definitely watched the first episode. Um, I'm just looking over them briefly so I can see. Uh, yeah, the first episode where he, like, where we're kind of introduced to the Cassian Andor character and he, like, accidentally kills that, like, dirty cop guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that is all, like, it's all great. It's very, like, kind of neo-noir kind of stuff. Yep. Um, I think it's great. Um, let's see. What's the second episode? Um, Tim still suspicious of Bix's relationship. Okay, that, I love that, that his name is saying. Tim. Yeah, yeah like Tim they could with, come up with, with a more science fictiony name. It's like Tim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like they do that a lot in the Star Wars universe. Like the main characters all have like weird names, and then like the surrounding characters have like real, like weird, like really normal names. Like, Hi, oh, that's Carl. Mark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's Carl, but it's spelled with two L's, so it's, it's space. Mark, but with three C's. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, he's an alien. <laughs> uh, I love. I like the flashbacks um, to Cassian as a kid. Uh, I think mm-hmm. all of that is interesting. Um, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, the second episode is basically like uh, uh, him uh, getting the Star Path unit and all of that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's all pretty good. Um, yeah, it's just basically like. Um, it's basically, uh, it's just like a, you know, it's just like, I mean, it's essentially, it's almost Narcos Star Wars, you know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) it is just like sort of criminal mystery underbelly kind of storytelling, but in Star Wars and it's, it's cool, man. Like it's cool watching this character kind of, it gets real good. Okay. It gets good. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, man, it picks up. Um, 
and then it's it picks up for a second and then it seems to slow down for a minute but then it like picks up again and it's just like oh like, like last week's episode at the very end you're like oh shoot like i yeah. know it's coming next episode and it's gonna be awesome yeah so i did see so yeah i saw the basically i saw the end yeah i've seen the end of the third episode so yeah i'm, I'm starting okay. at four so at the end cool. of the third episode uh tim is killed Yep. Uh, all of that. Um, well, Cassian uh, and um, uh, Lufin. Yes, Luf, uh, they escape the planet. Uh, yeah, they escape the planet together. And then in the flashback, uh, uh, that couple, uh, Marva and Clem, are they? They basically take uh, uh, Cassian because he's like the last survivor of that planet. Basically, they yeah. take him at, to like raise him as their own, essentially. Um, yeah, that's kind of where we're, I like the like the, 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 the parallel storytelling of like I think that's an effective way to give us like twice the background for this character without having yeah. to do a whole episode of like this is when he was young. You know yeah, what exactly. I mean? <laughs> Here's an entire episode about when he was a child. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think it's a cool mechanic to like the the B story of epi- every episode is essentially like a like his origin. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it's cool. Like I, I like that that it's continuing to go, and there's some cool opportunities to like echo themes and stuff like that between the two storylines and stuff like that. So it's cool. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I, I, I honestly like I had I put it off for so long because I was kind of exhausted on Star Wars, especially Fair. after um, Fair. After uh, the one Obi-Wan. with uh, Obi Wan, I was like, okay, I think I'm done with Obi-Wan Star Wars for a while. Was- <laughs> Obi Wan was not good, man. Like, it yeah, it was. It wasn't great. <laughs> I didn't even finish it either. Like, I got halfway yeah. through like one of the episodes, and I just was like, "Why am I even watching this? Like, it's not yeah. even. It's not even trying to do its due diligence to like lay a story that's interesting." Yeah, it, th- that show is like kind of the opposite of what Andor is doing. It's kind of like, yes. see, this is things that you love. This should be enough." You know what I mean? It's like yeah. no, it's not. Don't enough. you like this? Don't you like this meager offering of bullshit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, fan service is enough, right? It's like no, man, it's yeah, not. That's all we have to do these days, right? Is just give you your shake the keys in front of you, and you'll be mm-hmm. happy, right? Yeah, like the, these shows couldn't be more different. And <clears throat> excuse me, I love uh, I love Andor. It's really good. It's really good so far. Yeah, it picks up, dude. It gets going. Cool. I'm looking forward yeah, to it. It's, it's never like fast paced, but it's okay. like it just kind of has this good pacing to it that like really lets you live with the character and stuff. It's good. It's good. I like it a lot. Okay. Cool. Um, you've been watching anything besides uh, Buffy the Vampire? A lot of food TV. Okay. What are your favorite food like shows to watch? Uh, let's see. I like uh, Guys Grocery Games. is fun. If I'm feeling like okay. snooty and competition-y, I'll watch Chopped. Um, Chopped is a good one. The attitudes are completely different on those shows, and that's why I liked them. I like yeah. them. Guys Grocery Games is very much just like, Hi, I'm so-and-so from this kitchen, and I'm here to play. And then Chopped is like, I'm here to dominate. I am the best chef in the world. You're like, easy. <laughs> yeah. Easy, um, you're gonna burst a vein. Yeah, Chopped is much uh, is a very like uh, a pretentious kind of show. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's pretentious food where it's like make it out of these ingredients that nobody's ever heard of before, but you yeah. have because you should be working in the right kitchens. Yeah. All right, we're gonna. All right, chefs. Today you're gonna be making a holiday stew, uh, and for your main ingredient, you have to use candy canes. It's like, uh, all right, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> It's like who's who's writing this? Who's making this up? 
Dude, now the show is a little stupid. Like, I will say, I watched yeah. an episode of, like, one of the later seasons, and it was just like, it's a beef log. And it's like, a, it, they took ground beef to make it actually look like a log. And I was just like, that doesn't, you're just giving them ground beef. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's just been, like, lightly cooked on the outside, and it's molded into a weird shape. Like, you're not even trying anymore. Like, yeah. come on. Like, just yeah, give them man. weird ingredients, and just give them challenging ingredients. That's all oh, I'm yeah. asking. Don't be che- cheeky and cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now part of the problem too is that Martha Stewart's on Chopped a lot now. Oh. And I can't stand her. Don't get me wrong. I like her when it comes to weed and snacks and stuff, but like mm-hmm. when it comes to like her on Chopped, I don't want her as a judge on Chopped. She's yeah. just too I'm Martha Stewart and I'm so proper. And you can see some of the other judges are just so enamored with the fact that they're on with Martha Stewart and I'm like, "Get no, get her off of here." Like she kind of ruins the whole thing. Yeah. I could see how that would take you out because of Because she always sure. brings like one special ingredient that Martha – it's Martha's ingredient. She's like, I brought it all the way from like my recent travels to like some random country. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. what the – like what is this? <laughs> totally. Dude, that's funny. Um, yeah, I, I love Chopped. Uh, I, I will try to see if I can handle the uh, Martha Stewart episodes. <laughs> yeah, they're not great. You skip them if you can. But I watch Guy's Grocery Games. That's a little bit more like down home. Um, if I'm trying to go to sleep – See, di- uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives is easy. Classic, yeah. classic, easy, easy go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon's. Oh, what was it? Barbecue USA, I think it is, from Michael Simon. Oh, now this okay. is all on Discovery Plus because that's what I have. But oh, okay, Michael Simon goes around to different barbecue competitions each episode and um, highlights different barbecue teams as they do like their little like barbecue competition mm-hmm. circuits and stuff like that that one's actually mm-hmm. fascinating because it teaches you how like competition barbecue is like staged up and how they kind of set it out and how different teams do it and like their philosophy behind it and it's it's cool um let's see what else what do you watch any of like the youtube um food stuff like um like on First We Feast or anything like that, like uh, the Burger Show and stuff like that? No, I haven't yet, okay. and I, I probably should. But one of my other – and this is going to make me sound like a serial killer. But mm-hmm. one of my like like things that like kind of helps me zone out at night, mm-hmm. there's this British butchering channel called Scott Rhea Butchery. And like he'll break down an entire cow. And just like watching somebody do something like that with their hands like just oh, yeah. kind of – puts me in a zoned out mode it's like mm-hmm. this other channel I, I watch on youtube called jurassic technology um mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's it prehistoric technology jurassic technology um but anyway it's this guy that goes through and anything that's like prehistoric like technology kind of stuff like he builds shows you how to build it out of mud and sticks but he doesn't say anything so it's just in the woods just the sound of nature and him like working away as he like shows Mm -hmm. you how to like build the tools you're going to need to like make the hut that you're going to end up making Mm -hmm. it's really cool that sounds cool i like stuff like that there's like really cool some food instagram channels that i follow that's like that like people cooking out in the woods and stuff like that Mm mm-hmm yeah, that stuff's kind of interesting. Yeah. I love those kinds of ones. That's my Instagram feed is basically just like <laughs> cooking cooking stuff. Like it's now it's cooking, woodworking and bonsai trees. How it's did, uh, how did oh, bonsai and, trees make their way into the into the mix? <laughs> I just like bonsai tree art. Like oh, okay. it's just something that I've always found to be fascinating and you know, I 
whatever. It just felt it. It felt right, Asan. <laughs> yeah. It just felt right. Do you have a bonsai like, tree? I don't yet. I really have been thinking about getting one, get one, and like, it, yeah. yeah, I've been thinking about getting one and trying to trying to see what I can do with it. See how long I can let it go, and like what shapes I want to do with it. I like um like sand art. I feel yes. like that's like bonsai tree adjacent. You know what I mean? Sand art's cool. Yeah, like with the little. little rakes and stuff like that uh-huh. i think that stuff's really cool yeah that's super cool too yeah. yeah oh you mean yeah like the um the the zen gardens yes exactly yes dude zen garden art is super cool yeah and yes that is you're correct that is bonsai tree adjacent they usually yeah. go hand in hand <laughs> i feel like they're in like the same where, section of the where one can be found the other will follow <laughs> yeah sure where there's smoke there's surely a fire <laughs> Um, um, if you like that, dude, you should come down to um, the Japanese Friendship Garden down at Balboa Park, oh, down here okay. in San Diego. Yeah. Great Japanese garden, and their bonsai collection is awesome. Dang, that sounds great. I'll have to. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, well, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, we can uh, we can keep it kind of short today. I know we have uh, – I mean, it was kind of a slow news week. but uh, Slow news yeah. week, unfortunately. I wish I had more. <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll 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 reconvene next week with our Black Panther reviews, and that'll be yeah. that'll be that'll be fun. Totally, do All a right. Black Panther review, and then try and catch up on Andor, and like we could do. Like, yeah, a yeah. Double. I'll finish up Andor, Sweet. and then uh, I'll, I'll finish that up while I'm traveling, and then we'll uh, we'll circle back next week and cool, and hit hit those uh, the next episode. All right, sounds good. All right, dude. Um, people can find you online. I'm assuming they can find me online. <laughs> All right, you can find me at Asan the DJ. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular and WeeklyRegular.com. Derek, thanks again uh, for joining me this week, and we'll see y'all next week. <laughs>